Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome along. This is episode 11 of the Influence Podcast. And I'm excited today because today is the first in a three-part podcast where I'm going to be walking through the A to Z of Instagram. Now, this being every single letter of the alphabet, yes, all 26, and giving the letter or one word or one phrase or one key element of Instagram which I personally associate with each letter of the alphabet. And I think it's a great way for you to very quickly be able to find useful information based on what you're looking for to build your brand, to increase the influence that you have uh, on the platform as well. And also just as a bit of a shortcut, if you know, well, I really want to focus on a specific topic or a specific item, then this will help you get that information very, very quickly. You can find the full list of the A to Z in the show notes. And I'm going to go through each of those now in turn, of course, in a lot more detail. So if you want to get started with Instagram, if it's a platform that you're new to, or if it's one that you've been using for a very long time, I trust that here within the A to Z, the 26 topics that we're going to go through over the next three episodes, that you're going to get plenty of value and there's going to be lots of useful information for you, no matter how knowledgeable you are of the platform and what level you are as well. Okay. So let's do it. Let's dive in. Today's episode is part one, and that is letters A to H, okay? A through H. Uh, We're going to be releasing episode two, part two, a little bit closer to this one. So we're not going to wait the full week as usual. We're actually going to bring it midweek. So keep an ear out for that, and that will be coming out with you very, very shortly later this week. And then episode three will follow on the Monday as usual, okay? So you're going to get three podcasts in the space of two, which is great news, and each one's going to be jam-packed for you with the A to Z of Instagram. Okay, that's enough of, enough about the uh, the explanation. Let's just get in with the good stuff because I know you want to uh, quickly get useful information that you can start using right away. So here we go. A, the letter A stands for authority. And Instagram now is the perfect opportunity for you and the perfect place, the perfect platform for you to position your brand, your business, your personal brand as well as the 
go-to expert within your niche, okay? Now, naturally, people want to do business with, they want to do business with people, but they want to do business with the best, okay? You always, you know yourself, if you're going to drive a new car, you want it to be the best, or generally, it tends to be dictated by finances as well, but you want to go as good as you possibly can, depending on the finances available. If you're going to a restaurant uh, and you've got a certain amount of money to spend again, you want it to be the best, okay? If you're going on holiday, you want it to be the best. Whatever that may be, you want it to be the best. And if you're looking for people to work with uh, within your business to help you grow your brand, to help you grow your, your products, to help you with a specific thing that you're looking for and solve a specific problem that you have, then you want to work with the best. Now, building author authority on Instagram, the great news is online, across not just Instagram, but every social media platform, is that you control the message, okay? So it's not up to other people to dictate um, how you come across, okay? When you're creating your, 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 your Instagram account, your brand on Instagram, or if you're creating a website, if you have other platforms as well, if it comes out from your platform, you control the message, and this is fantastic. So it's a great opportunity for you to share useful, valuable, high-quality information and content that other people want to see, that other people need, that's useful for them. And of course, it just shows that you really know your stuff, all right? And there's a few different ways that we talk about building authority and that you can show authority. Naturally, the first thing is having a big following. Whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, people will, you know, you hear people out there saying, oh, it's all about this. It's all about engagement. It doesn't matter about your following. It matters about this. The first thing that people look at when you look at an Instagram account, whether you like it or not, is how many followers does this account have? It's a natural thing. Even if you don't think about it subconsciously, you're going to that because we equate, whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, we equate the size of somebody's audience to how relevant they are, how important they are, how good they are at what they do. Okay, so having a large following is the first step to building your authority. I've just mentioned before, high quality, useful content. If you're informative, if you're helpful, if you're giving people exactly what they need that solves their problem, that again is the next step. We're going to talk more about content very shortly. The next thing within authority is great engagement. So yes, we touched on that a moment ago, getting people liking, commenting, and you again having back and forth with people in the discussion, say in direct messages, in comments on your posts as well. Uh, but ultimately, all these things together allow you to build authority in your niche. If you're not exactly sure about how or why Instagram is the right place for you, if you head back, I think it's to episode number three, where we talk about um, the, the various different reasons as to why Instagram is so important and it's so suitable for you to grow on the platform, then go back and take a listen to that one, okay? In fact, it is episode number three, nine reasons why Instagram is the perfect platform for your business. So A, letter A stands for authority. B, right, the letter B stands for business profile. And we're now in the position over the last uh, year or so where Instagram has allowed users to convert their profile into a business profile. Now, what does this mean? Well, ultimately, there's a number of advantages of turning your business or your, your regular Instagram profile into a business profile. And quite often I get asked the question, do I need to do this? Is it something that actually I need to, to think about and, and take action on? So let me just give you a little bit of an idea as to why this may be. First of all, the great advantage of changing to a business account and a business profile is that it gives you so much more detail and so much more knowledge and understanding about the key metrics with your Instagram account, okay? So you can see stats inside your Instagram 
um, inside your Instagram profile about, say, the uh, the number of, of uh, likes on each different post, the most engaged posts that you have, the best days of the week for your followers. Yes, this is all within the stats section on Instagram. And if you're not sure where to go for that, then take a look in our featured stories and I'll show you all the advantages of a business profile. Okay, you can find that in the featured stories section on Instagram. Um, aside from being able to see the stats and measure the numbers, it gives you details as well on the reach and number of impressions of your posts. Okay, now you can see that for all your posts, which is quite incredible. So you can see how individual posts are performing how often they've appeared in the home feed, okay? How effective the hashtags have been on that particular post. Yes, even that, how effective the hashtags have been. And I'm gonna come back to that in letter H. Um, just to give you a little teaser of what's coming, I think you know by now, um, for that letter. Uh, and as well as that, it, it allows you to also uh, show how many people have found your account from different ways, okay? Which I think is really, really important. How many people have seen that post from different uh, different sort of avenues if you like so really really important the other thing that's great about converting to a business profile or business account is that you can then link to your facebook page so if you're using facebook for business if you're uh, running adverts online or if you're considering running adverts for your brand or for your business uh, through facebook and the facebook platform then it's a natural progression again for you to link your instagram account with your facebook page so it means that if you are running ads then it easily ties the two together, okay? Um, a couple of other advantages with it, with the business profile is that you can also add additional contact information, okay? So with a regular profile, you've got the option of adding the, the clickable link within the bio. I think most people are pretty comfortable with that now, pretty familiar with that. But you can also add other contact information uh, as well as your email address. You can add, I think you can add a, add a physical address um, I haven't done that myself because I don't use one for the business. Of course, it's all online. But then you can also add a contact number as well. So you can add even more information. It really does sort of start to set it up, uh, almost build up your shop front, if you like, your storefront, if you like, um, to look very, very professional as a business profile. Okay, C stands for not content, no, not consistency, no, not even community, no. Uh, we've done the three C's many times and I think we may come back to that again, but C today stands for call to action, call to action. Now, what is a call to action? Ultimately, a call to action is guiding your viewers, your followers, your listeners, and again, this transcends Instagram, but people who are observing your content, seeing your content, uh, coming into contact with it, and it gives them a clear direction as to what action you want them to take from having read that article or watched that video, or in our case on Instagram, could be watch the video or read our post, okay? So if you're using Instagram again for business, but I would also suggest for your growth, okay? This is very important if you're using it for your growth and when you are using it for your growth, then you wanna give people a clear indication of what you want them to do. And call to action is worth both, both if we are looking to, to leverage the platform for business, but also if we're looking to leverage it for growth. So the first thing that, that's, that we need to get across or get past, if you like, is assuming that people know what they need to do. Just because we put a post out doesn't mean that people are guaranteed to know what, what they need to do as a result of, of seeing that post. So we've got to tell them, okay? What exactly do we want them to do? Is it a case of click the link in the bio for more information? Send me a direct message. 
if this is useful for you, okay? Um, contact the, the company, contact the business, use our contact phone number or contact email or our contact details in the profile to get in touch if this is useful for you. So you're given a clear call to action as to what you would like them to do. Equally, if you want to incorporate more people into the post and actually you want to build engagement and you want to build your growth, there's a few other phrases that work really, really well. And the soft ones as well. Uh, so it's, it's not necessarily, it doesn't seem to tie people in. Phrases like tag a friend or tag someone who, okay? You see this a lot. Tag a friend who you would go there with. It works really, really well with, say, travel posts or um, tag your best friend. Tag someone who needs to see this. You've probably seen those phrases before on Instagram or um, on Facebook or even on YouTube. You know, tag a friend who needs to see this video. It's a motivational video or it's something to do with cats falling down the stairs or whatever it might be. Um, another one that works really well is comment below your favorite, okay? Or which would you prefer, A or B, okay? Black or white, um, whatever it may be that you're asking in the post. But ultimately, getting people to engage and comment, like, contact you, giving a clear and specific call to action so that people know exactly what they need to do, that is the way to get more engagement and get people to take more action on your posts. D stands for direct messages. And you've probably heard the phrase, it goes down in the DM. Well, that could not be more true. With regards networking, engaging people for your business, for your brand, for your product, for your service on Instagram, the best way to do that, and increasingly we find the way that people do this is by one-to-one -one communication, okay? We talk a lot about one-to-many, you know, if you're delivering, I mean, the podcast, for example, is one-to-many, one person speaking, many people listening, or hopefully many people listening. Um, one-to-many being, say, a, a teacher at the front of a classroom or a speaker at the front of a, of a room um, as an audience. But the opposite, the one-to-one, -one, this is where the real connection is made, okay? You know if you're in an audience of 500 people, you have a very different connection with the speaker to if you're having a conversation one-on-one, face-to-face, or even simply across, uh, say, written message or text message, uh, as is increasingly the way that we do now in business. So it really does go down in the DM. Gary V, uh, I read a post from him probably sometime about two years or so ago, uh, but still unbelievably relevant. And the he says, when talking about direct messages, he says that he, he feels direct messages is the single most important marketing tool of this decade, okay? So over the last 10 years now, this is coming to you at the end of, towards the end of 2019, this episode. So over the last 10 years, Gary Vee sort of determines that, that direct messaging is um, up there probably as the most important marketing tool. And I've got to, got to say, I've got to be honest, I probably agree. Um, the potential there is massive. You can connect with anybody on the platform, okay? Anybody on the platform. So long as they're using Instagram, you have the opportunity to message them, um, to tag them in your post, to try and get in touch with them, um, and again, think about the potential for that. If you know who your ideal clients are, your ideal customers are, if you want to joint venture with people, I use it a lot for networking with people, A, for business, but also to get people on the podcast as well. And and I just think that the potential there is absolutely massive. 
within direct messages. The features in there allow you to text people, you can send photos, you can record audio, which is relatively new, and you can record and send short video. So for me, it's something which encompasses absolutely everything, and if you're serious about networking with people, uh, joint venturing with people and attracting clients and customers, direct messages has to be the way to go. If you want to know more about the direct message strategy that I use and how I tie that in with stories and social media selling, then please do get in touch as well. Send me a direct message on Instagram. Yes, I said direct message on Instagram and I can point you in the right direction for that training as well. Okay. E stands for engagement groups and engagement groups hands down have been the most important thing for our growth over the last two years or so. There's no doubt at all, okay? Now, engagement groups is one term for it. You may have heard of comment pods. You might have heard of, say, influencer networks. All these different phrases mean ultimately the same thing. An engagement group is a group of Instagram accounts, Instagram users, generally who are all within the same niche or have the same interests or within the same market. And what they will do is they will work together to help each other grow. Now, how does that work? So let's say as an example that I am in a uh, an engagement group with 10 other Instagram accounts and we are all within the, the personal brand space, for example, okay? Now, if that's the case, Within this, the same space, when I share a post, when I post something on Instagram, what would happen is that as soon as that post goes out, the other 10 people within my engagement group will all go to the post, they will like it, and they will comment on that post, okay? Now, why is that important? Well, it's really, really important to help our growth. And how does it do that? Because when Instagram or the Instagram algorithm sees that I've put out an Instagram post, and then it sees lots of likes and lots of comments coming onto that post very quickly, it starts to think, oh, hang on a minute, this is obviously really good content, this is valuable content that people want to see. So then it starts to show the post to more and more people. Now we've used this, uh, this tactic, if you like, really, really effectively, along with our clients, along with many people that have been through the Instagalactic program that I've worked with one-to-one, as well have used this unbelievably effectively over the past two to three years that we've been working uh, both ourselves and with clients uh, and with the Instagalactic course as well. Engagement groups themselves uh, were responsible for 21,000 followers in one month. Okay, that's probably the, 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 the most outrageous growth that we've had, 21,000 followers in one month. And remember, this is not being a celebrity, okay? Not necessarily creating loads and loads of our own content. Uh, you know, you don't have to be world famous to be able to do this. This is the important thing. It's very, very achievable for anybody. It's all about the leverage, okay? So engagement groups allow you to leverage other people's audiences, other people's followers, if you like, um, but other people's uh, position on Instagram to help you grow and get in front of more people. And the great thing about that as well is that they uh, the engagement groups are out there right now for you to find and for you to join. If you'd like to join the specific one that we use, I'm going to put those into the show notes. There's two specific groups that we use as engagement groups, and I'll drop the links to those into the show notes. So please do head across and you can take a look at those. There's always two options as well, I would just emphasize. There's a lot of uh, free engagement groups, and then you can also have paid engagement groups as well. Uh, generally, having tested lots, you, you tend to get what you pay for. You've probably heard that phrase before. Um, if it's a free group, 
then you know it can work very very well and there will be some people who are bought in and they really really commit to it but equally if people aren't paying then they'll they'll also kind of think well i'm not really paying i'm not that invested so i'm not going to bother what you tend to find is that if you are investing a little bit of money and these you know these are like 15 dollars up to say 30 dollars a month uh, so nothing's going to break the bank it's about a dollar a day 50 cents to a dollar a day um to actually start generating real followers onto your account. It's totally, totally worth it. So just something to think about. As I say, take a look in the show notes if you want more information about the engagement groups that we use, uh, and I will happily share those links with you as well. But we've had unbelievable results. And if you're looking to leverage other people's audiences, other people's followers, I highly recommend looking for an engagement group of your own as well. Okay, followers uh, is the letter F, and followers is undoubtedly the most important thing for you to grow serious traction and get serious results on Instagram. Whether you're building your brand, whether you're looking to attract new clients and customers for your business, it all comes back to followers. I mentioned this in letter A with authority, that whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, um, when we land on somebody's profile or when other people land on our profiles, they naturally, they subconsciously almost look at the number of followers, okay? We can't help it because we, we're trying to process, so, and again, I don't know all the science behind this. I've, I've done plenty of reading about it, believe me, uh, but trying to articulate it, I think I'd, I'd butcher it compared to how most people articulate it so well. Um, but be, the, as, as tends to be sort of the, the very, very dumbed down version that even I can understand is that as human beings, we are processing so much information at so many different times, okay? We're trying to process loads and loads and loads of information, and we can't physically do that all the time, okay? So what do we do? We need shortcuts. We need to find quick ways that we can um, sort of come to, um, if you like, a satisfactory uh, result, if, if that kind of makes sense. So we're looking for ways that we can quickly process information and determine where we stand or, or how we feel about something, sort of a position about something, uh, if you like. And the way that we do that and the way that people do that on Instagram, believe it or not, is when they look at a profile that their eyes are immediately drawn to, how many followers does this account have? Okay, so having a huge following is absolutely essential. It's the best form of social proof, no doubt. People want to do business with the most successful accounts, with people who have got a large audience, people who it looks like these guys are important, they've got something important to say, uh, they've got an important message, they've been validated by having that large audience as well. It gives credibility, of course it does. It gives the impression, the sense that business is booming, okay? And like attracts a like, okay? Like attracts like. So, um, the, the idea that if, if let's say, 100,000 people are following this Instagram account, then, well, you know, I want to do that as well, okay? I'm more compelled if 100,000 other people are right, then suddenly I'm thinking, I need to do this as well. I need to get involved in that. It's very, very different feeling to if, say, 14 people are following the account. If 14 people are following it, you kind of think, mm, these guys are crazy. You know, am I going to be crazy as well for following this account? Whereas if 100,000 people are doing it, then we sort of think, mm, okay, 100,000 people are doing it. Maybe this is something that I need to know about. I don't want to get left behind. Again, this isn't a conscious thing that we might be thinking. This can be subconscious, but we're thinking, I don't want to get left behind. I want to know what's going on here. I'm going to follow along as well. Okay, so to drive more followers into your business and to drive more, more, more leads, clients and customers to your business, sorry, more followers into your account and drive more uh, leads, clients, customers to your business, followers are essential. G, the letter G stands for gifts 
polls and questions. Now, admittedly, they don't all begin with G, but I wanted to tie them all in because they are all absolutely vital uh, and a really, really nice feature, probably some of the best features of Instagram Stories, okay? Now, Instagram Stories has really developed over the past three to four years or so since they've been introduced onto Instagram. Uh, originally, I would say borrowed is a nice way of saying it from Snapchat, um, Instagram introduced, or Facebook, I would say even, introduced uh, its stories to Instagram. I think it was around 2016, 17. So the, uh, the, the, the main features now, and there's loads and loads of features within um, Instagram stories. And the one thing I would say as well, and I think we will talk about this in one of the later uh, letters, but it's very easy to get lost in Instagram stories. It is very easy to get lost in there. And, and there are so many different options, so many different ways that you can use Instagram stories. But I would always come back to what is the purpose that you're using them for? Are you using them to grow your audience? Are you using them to get more engagement? Are you using them to run a competition? Are you using them to generate leads? Are you using them to get feedback from your followers and your audience about their interests, their likes, their dislikes? What is the purpose of using them? Because I would say that even though there's so much functionality in there, again, you probably only need 10 to 20% max of the features that are in there to get unbelievable results. Now, I focus on GIFs, polls, and questions. GIFs are probably just, just a really fun, lighthearted, entertaining way of using uh, stories. And they are small videos, short videos, uh, or short sort of animated pictures and clips, if you like, that you can import into your stories. Why does that matter? Well, stories generally are intended to be a bit more lighthearted, a bit more off the cuff, whereas the, the posts that you have in your Instagram feed are going to be a bit more structured, a bit more organized. People like sometimes to have a theme, you know, it's all the same color, all has the same font, all this kind of stuff. Stories are a lot more sort of almost haphazard. They're just a bit more off, you know, they're a bit more real life, to be honest, which I think is fair. It's probably why they're so popular as well. And uh, GIFs are a great way to just lighten the mood, ultimately. So if you're using stories, I would certainly suggest look at GIFs as to how you can lighten the mood. And if you look at any of our stories, you'll see GIFs running through each of those as well. Polls and questions. I'm going to kind of tie these in together. Polls and questions are a great way to get people who are watching your stories engaged okay so you can ask polls uh, or you can ask questions of people uh, who are following you and who are observing your stories now my advice here to get engagement and to increase engagement is to ask real simple questions okay like overly simple questions so things like which one do you prefer monday morning or friday afternoon okay um do you prefer chocolate or Brussels sprouts, okay? These kind of things which are just so incredibly obvious. Why? Because the barrier to entry is super low, all right? And if it's really, really low barrier to entry, more people are likely to engage, they're more likely to comment, they're more likely to get involved because it's easy for them, okay? It's not uh, an unbelievable uh, maths question that, that they just <laughs> have no idea what the answer is and they think, well, I don't know, I don't want to get involved, I don't want to embarrass myself if I get it wrong. It, it's like super, super low level, super easy uh, for people to answer, okay, which is good for my health. Um, you know, again, let's uh, ice cream or 
leafy vegetables, okay? Just something so, so simple that's just going to get people in- involved. It gets people engaged, okay? The other great way of using polls and questions, particularly questions now as well, uh, which is that sort of ask me anything. And again, have a look at any of our featured stories and you will see these running throughout. Uh, but the great thing about questions is that you can be very specific about what you'd like to help people with. And this is important, what you'd like to help people with. Because if they're having a particular problem, then you can ask that. And this gives you immediate feedback as to what you're going to provide and what problem you're going to solve next in your business. So one of the questions that I ask is, what is the biggest problem or biggest challenge that you're having right now with Instagram? Or if I had a magic wand and you could have one big challenge or big problem solved with Instagram, what would that be? Now, it's a very, very broad and open question. Of course it is. But think about that. I'm almost offering people the opportunity to have any of their biggest problem, their biggest challenge solved. And as soon as that's an option, they're going to type in, this is the big problem I have. This is what I want to go away. And as soon as they do that, and I get, you know, collect tens, even hundreds of responses for that, it's extremely useful and extremely informative as to where I then go in terms of providing maybe the next service, the next course, the next training, whatever that might be. That, and again, the next podcast episode, of course, just to really, really help people and be useful to my audience, okay? So gifts, polls, and questions, have fun with those. Um, have fun with them, keep them lighthearted within the stories. But again, they're a really, really useful research tool to, to sort of garner more information about your audience and what they need and what they want as well. H, the letter H, this is the final one in part one of our A to Z of Instagram. And the letter H, of course, I've already said it, stands for hashtags. Now, hashtags are unbelievably powerful. I would say hashtags and engagement groups are the two biggest things to help you get more followers, more targeted followers on Instagram. Now, a hashtag ultimately allows you to, it's almost like um, different topics of content okay so when you add a hashtag to a post it's a clickable link it's a clickable link that takes um that sort of takes you through into that area or that topic where everything is kind of on the same um i guess it's within the same space within the same topic so i'm not explaining this particularly well uh but i'm i'm fairly confident that everybody listening here today either knows what a hashtag is or has used them regularly um, on a uh, on on on, uh, on social media as well. So hashtags ultimately allow you to be seen by more people in more places on Instagram. If I add thirty hashtags to a post, yes, you can add up to thirty. Then it allows me thirty different opportunities or thirty different places for my content to be seen on Instagram. Okay, um, and and one of the sort of the big topics or the big sort of topics for discussion and questions is how many hashtags should I use? Uh, some people say five, some people say 12 is the optimum. Uh, personally, I would say 30. And I haven't really seen sort of any anything yet to counter the fact that uh, if you get the opportunity to use 30, use all 30. It's like saying, do you want one lottery ticket or do you want 30 lottery tickets? You know, to give yourself more opportunity of, of winning, in inverted commas, of getting more followers, getting seen by more people, you want to take as many lottery tickets as you possibly can. Of course you do. So you want to get the opportunity to be in front of more and more people. We've had unreal results with hashtags as well. If you can find the right uh, hashtags for your audience, for your business, uh, we have had unbelievable results. 
on a single post we've had and i think the probably the best one we've had uh from from one particular account was 756 new followers just from hashtags okay i'll say that one more time 756 new followers just from the hashtags that we use that is remarkable you might be sat there saying, how do you know that, Jake? Well, it comes back to uh, the letter B, business profile. If you switch to a business profile, this, these are the stats and this is the data that you get on each of your posts. So again, just highlighting the importance of switching to a business profile. So hashtags, as I say, extremely, extremely, extremely valuable to get your content seen by more people in more places. You can add 30 per post and I think you can add up to 11 in Instagram stories, okay? Um, so I would actively encourage you that when you're posting stories, that by adding hashtags, they again are more likely to be shown in the feed. They're more likely to be viewed and seen by more people and attract more of your ideal client and your ideal customer. Okay. I want to give you one quick insider tip as well. If you're using hashtags in stories, okay, when you type a hashtag into a story, then it sort of sits on the page and it can look quite uncomfortable and quite untidy. But what you can do is once you've typed the hashtag into your story, if you sort of pinch that, that word down, pinch the hashtag down so it shrinks, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it almost disappears. Now, this is extremely, extremely useful because it means that the hashtag still works, okay? The hashtag is still getting its reach. However, it's not visible on the story, so it's not sort of... Um, it's not making uh, it look untidy, it's not making it look messy, but you still get the incredible reach of that hashtag, okay? So a quick insider tip, if you're using hashtags in stories, then type the hashtag out, but then shrink it down, pinch it down, make it really, really small, and just hide it in the corner, so you still get the reach, you still get the benefits, but it keeps your post looking really neat and tidy. The other and the final thing that I would sh share with hashtags is because it's such a massive, um, impactful, area of Instagram on your growth because it has such a huge, huge um, sort of topic for discussion, if you like, because people know how valuable it is. Uh, we've created something called the hashtag playbook, which is the top 50 hashtags in the 67 biggest industries on Instagram. And if you want to get hold of this, you can actually find a link to that in one of our featured stories on Instagram. I will also put a link to that uh, in the show notes or you can go to jakeadamdavy.com forward slash hashtag playbook. jakeadamdavy.com forward slash hashtag playbook. And there you can take a look at the hashtag playbook. You can get hold of that as well and start using that immediately with your posts. Okay, so wrap up then. We have today looked at the A to H of Instagram. Uh, this is part one of the full three parts A to Z. So thanks for joining. I trust that this has been useful. Uh, as I mentioned throughout the, uh, the the podcast, any links that are relevant uh, either to uh, particular trainings or uh, products or to different accounts, to our engagement groups. We talked about the hashtag playbook. Uh, if you want more information generally about anything that's in there, then all the links will be in the show notes. So please do go ahead and check those out. If you have any other questions, use the letter D, direct message, and send me a direct message on Instagram. And I would love to connect there and I can do everything to support you with those letters A to H. I'd love to hear how you're using each of these. If something's been useful in the podcast as well, please do let me know. And I'm really, really excited about seeing you in part two very, very soon. See you soon. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything 
currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.